Front Sight Nation. Guys, we are so thankful that you're listening in on this. I was just uh, talking the other day with some uh, statistics, and Rodney, I hope these are right. I'm going to go ahead and quote them anyway, then we can correct it the next podcast. Uh, but I was told we already have 13,000 unique listeners. Oh, wow. Yeah, Raya shared that with me. She was looking at some stuff the other day, and I was like, are you kidding me? I had no idea. I was still thinking we were around like... Because, you know, Jordan called out and said, we don't have that many faithful followers. You remember that? And I was like, what are you talking yeah. about, man? What's, you know? So speaking of that, which is why, that's why Jordan's not here today. <laughs> <laughs> he's punished. He's, <laughs> he, he's Discipl- old enough where we put him in front sight timeout. Yeah. It's, it's, discipline can be rough sometimes. Yeah, that's right. How funny is that? But no, I'm, that's amazing to me that we have that many men listening and I know by the grace of God that we are absolutely making an impact on on men's lives, and we are thankful for that. And so today we have back with us we have Mike Buffelli. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, listen to that! I love that. So here's a topic you see it as you dialed in, um, as you push play on the podcast. Uh, we're talking about staying on target. How do how do we maintain integrity in difficult situations? And we had Mike on earlier, and he, of course, utilized his strengths and abilities in, 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 in assigning a topic to, to um, shooting, and that was like the idea of sin, which means missing the mark, and he's doing a follow-up on this. And so shortly after that, he was like, you know, I wrote part two, and I want to come back on and, and speak about that whenever you're ready. And so we have found that this is when we're ready for this. So if you will, uh, we don't necessarily go by months, day, or year, I guess, uh, but it, here we are. If you're listening by the date, uh, we're first into the year. So we want to get you dialed in, right? We want this to be, we're, we're focusing on the year of better. So we already know that. You've already heard that. So for the first 90 days, and it'll go longer than that, but for like the first 90 days, we're on this 90-day challenge to be better. You've, If you've been with us a while, you've been with us for almost a year and so here we are into this, um, starting, if you will, a new year. And we don't want to just repeat the same topics. Like, we don't want to keep making the same mistakes. We don't want to keep saying, well, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to do better at this. I'm trying to do better at that. But I keep going backwards. No, 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 no. No, we're like, we're done. Yeah, we're moving not, on. It's not 2024 trying to get better. That That's a great way to say it. It's that's a perfect way. It's not 2024 trying to get better. No, we're done with that. So go back. I think we've we've, uh, given a year of some really good topics that cover a lot of areas, uh, specifically aimed at men. And as you know, we have a a huge female audience that listens because they're wives that want to know how they can do better uh, to pray for their husbands, to support their husbands, and even be a better wife. So thank you, uh, ladies, for listening and uh, on that as well. So how can nice. you maintain integrity in difficult situations? How can you guys stay on target? Well, I don't want to steal too much of the show, and um, we're going to jump into Mike. But, Rodney, good things are happening with the men's Bible study. We want to constantly keep you up to date if you're local on that. Share with us a few things that are happening. Well, it just so happens nice. that Mr. <laughs> Buffelli. Now, a lot of people may not know, because it's been a while since oh, Mike yeah, was okay. on his background. Mike's a retired Marine, mm. retired defense contractor, mm. not retired contractor. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but uh, this he he's a beloved fellow Marine here yeah. at the uh, at the uh, campus. Yes. So we have a bunch of those, like thirteen or so. I think we have our own quite a few. Yeah, quite a yeah. few. We we've got a we've got half a platoon almost. Yeah, we but do. All branches of the armed forces are welcome. Yes, yeah. they are. Yes, yeah. they are. Just <laughs> just. You know, yes. Anyway, yes. <laughs> but so, so that's the background on Mike Buffelli. But yeah, thank um, you. It's the very summarized, high end. Yeah. You know, twenty thousand foot background. But uh, our Bible study is growing, and uh, we are we've, we're kind of moving into battalions, companies, squad. You know, platoon squads. I love that series. Um, and so we're about to actually go out shooting. So we're going to do like oh. a shooting. We're going to do an in doc. Yeah. Come on. So a lot of guys have new weapons. They need to, to break in and scope in and some guys that never fired. So that'll be fun. And then we're going to actually have a shooting competition. Come yeah. on. A little, pra- awesome. little practical application. All right, yeah. let's mm-hmm. go. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. I-, I love both scripturally, those things. Scripturally based as well. Uh, yes. I mean, like, just everything we're talking about here. I, yep. I'm glad you said that yep. and add that. So that's one of the many things um, I love about Mike is it all goes back to Scripture, no matter what we're talking about. And so Rodney's leading that Bible study. If you didn't get that, I love it. They're breaking down the accountability. So, again, the whole aim of Front Sight, not a play on words, but that's intentional. The whole aim of Front Sight is not just to educate men like on how not to do stupid stuff. The whole aim of Front Sight is to make men that are biblically, godly biblical men. And we want you held accountable. We want you passing this teaching on to others. I think it's episode two or three. That was one of the aims that we said that we don't want you just getting this information to like better your life. Right. We want you out there changing your life on a daily, yearly basis. So you're bringing others around you, underneath you. As the Bible says, pass this teaching on to other faithful men. Yep. And I love the way the Bible study is turning into that. It's not just a gathering to come around and pray and study the Word of God. It is, but we're taking it even a step yeah, further. You know, one of the reasons that we were supposed to be doing that is discipleship. Yeah. You know, clearly, and you just said that. But it's it sometimes these discipleship studies can very quickly turn into, uh, you know, one extra day of consumerism. Right. So we just went to church on I Sunday. I love that. And okay— I'm going to step into to, to biblical manhood, and I'm just going to consume for a few hours one more day. Right, and we didn't want it to be that. So we're going to we're we're we have small accountability groups, right. these squads, and uh, and we're going to meet in the off week and make sure that we're taking steps forward, that we're developing, that we're bringing more men to the equation, that you know we're a part of the ground floor for revival. Right. Right. I, I love every bit of that. So uh, shameless plug here. Honestly, get out there and like, share, subscribe. I mean, get the word out to get these um, men involved into this. So, well, speaking of that, speaking of getting men dialed in, having a better year, I don't, I can't think of a better topic than, than staying on target. When the devil steps in and jacks us up, which the devil loves to do that, sometimes we jack our own selves up. Uh, we let our own head get in the way with our own voice. And we're sometimes our worst enemy. Sometimes I think we give the devil too much credit. Yeah, absolutely. You know? 100%. Right? We can whine about that. Yeah, and we talk about it almost endlessly sometimes. Like, like, you know, the devil's just all over me. Like, it's no Jane or Mark, you know? No. The devil's not following you 24 hours a day. He's got other things to do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. That's your sinful human nature. Yeah. Well, Mike, take it on, man. Let's go with it. What? Why the Lord laid this on your heart? Talk to us about how to maintain integrity in difficult situations. And yeah, just... 
say hello. Let us know who you are. And hey, roll. good to hear you. I, I have to go back to our original um, or the the first podcast because I've got a little a little friction from people when I was oh, talking about the difference between minutes of angle and and mill gradient. Uh, those are those are. I mean, some of you were like, "Yeah, you're off off the mark," and so. Uh, that's partly true. So MOA is a minute of angle. That just that's just a uh, you know one inch over a uh, hundred yards, like we've talked about. Mills are smaller gradients. I think they're broke up into sixty four hundred mills and a uh, you know uh, something like that. I don't know. But my only point was that the small incremental uh, measurements uh, at in in the hold or when you're holding your weapon affect you greatly over a long mm. distance. So if I offended any of you uh, expert shooters out there, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, so now the, the record is corrected. So yes, everything I'll be talking about today is minutes of angle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, I get that. I mean, I do. I get the same thing, you know, preaching on Sunday morning, which is fine. Yeah. I understand that. It lets you know people are listening and they're paying attention. Sure. But I, yeah, I think you made the point very well. It is a small thing. But talk to us today. I just deleted every one of those complaints. You did? No, <laughs> Good. They're in the past. Yeah. Forgotten as far as east is from the west. Yeah. All right. Here we are. Right. Yeah. Um, but let's talk talk about this. Uh, just share with us what's on your heart. When, when we're struggling to stay on target. Sure. When the devil just steps in and does what, or we step in and do what, when life steps in and does what, it like, talk to us. How do we how do we maintain that focus? Yeah, this this past year has been uh, has been. Uh, I think the Lord has mm-hmm. has, has uh, brought that brought that home to me in a big way um, mm-hmm. as far as integrity is concerned. You know, as as we've talked about before, Rodney knows, and 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 most people will. You if you don't know, you can look at it on the internet. Um, it, it all comes back to. For me, as easy as is shooting, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the Marine Corps has a has a, a qualification course. It's called a KD course. It's a known distance course. So you shoot at two hundred and three hundred and five hundred yards. Um, and the point in the known distance course is is qualifying, mm. right? No, mm-hmm. it, it, the the point is not to shoot all bullseyes. Now, do are there some Marines that shoot? You know, there's two hundred and fifty points possible. Some Marines shoot two hundred and fifty points. Yeah, maybe. Maybe one marine in a thousand in a lifetime. Wow! You know, um, but but there's different qualifications, right? There, right. there's a there's the expert, there's a sharpshooter, and then there's the marksman, mm-hmm. right? Which we call the pizza box. Yeah. It's just a square. But the point is, you're qualifying, right? right? I love that. So you, you have to have the integrity to do all the things we we kind of talked about in the first the first podcast. Yeah. You know, what practical application of shooting is is you know just get good sight picture, sight alignment, clear front sight tip. You know good good support um, so that you can get a well-placed shot. And sometimes, um, and, and I'm, I'm preaching to myself right now uh, after what I've gone through this past year, but mm. sometimes it's not, it's not, you know, hitting the bullseye every time. Mm. Some, sometimes it's just making sure you can squeeze a shot off and hit the target, wow. right? I mean, out of 10 points possible, and, and as, long as, I can, as long as I can score a round, you know, wow. as long as I can make a round, get at least one, staying on target and spiritually you know it comes into what i mean it's about what you're talking about wow. maybe it's not the devil maybe it's my own mind mm. you know mm-hmm. and um and stopping those negative thoughts yeah you know yeah. like um i forget what book i used to read um when i first became a christian i used to read a lot of neil t anderson oh you know, yeah christian or uh, breaking breaking the bondage and breaking and the bondage breaking down the mm-hmm. is all about spiritual strongholds and um 
And this year, the Lord has, I, and at Pran, you know this, I, I write down every scripture verse that speaks to me. Right. You know, whether it's a sermon or something on the radio, I, I do read my Bible every day in devotions. And usually, like the year before, I, I must have had 30 or 40 mm. all written down. And last year, there was one. Wow. Really? One. Wow. Yeah, it was Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, right? Mm-hmm. Where the Lord says, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna put rivers in the wilderness. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, or I'm sorry, rivers in the desert, um, highways in the wilderness. Everybody's going to know it's me. Wow. And all I, last year was nothing but waiting, right? Wow. And he said, don't think about the things in the past. Mm-hmm. Don't even consider them. And when my mind slowed down, and I didn't get a bunch of verses to memorize this year. It was that one verse, and you're better at this than I am waiting. I don't wait well. <laughs> um, but it was about, like, what is my mind thinking? Yeah, right. Right? Now that I'm not memorizing a bunch of verses, and, and, and it was a slowly a slow year last year, mm. what is my mind thinking? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, it was, and it was powerful. I mean, now just this September, uh, I started, you know, he started speaking speaking yeah. with me again, yeah. but it was nine months of that verse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. So, um, and so how do I maintain my integrity in that? You know, I'm panic. I mean, in my mind, it's like panic. Maybe if I lift weights more, maybe if I do oh, yeah. more things, maybe if I'm kinder to people, maybe if right. I'm, you know, maybe, maybe then he'll talk to me. Nope. Yeah. No, none yeah. of that. Just, just relax, listen. Yeah. In in like, with Moses, right? He, yeah. Oh, God. There was thunder. There was lightning. There was earthquakes. Yeah. But God wasn't in any of it. He was right. in the stillness and in the quiet. Wow. Yeah. Pretty powerful year. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot. Um, so, yes, for most men, the, the mind wants to be constantly engaged. Like for the average guy, we're, we're problem solvers. So, if I don't know if you've paid attention, like at least for me, the last mm-hmm. four or five months of preaching for me, the theme has been silence. Sure. And so, it's, it's hard to wait. Silence sometimes can be maddening. I mean, it can, especially particularly when, for guys. I think particularly for guys. And every time I kept hearing things about like the building or sermon series or whatever it might have been, the Lord was just quiet. And I lived off of, I lived off of one song, and it's actually called "Quiet." I lived off of just a few verses, and and it's almost like Abraham, you know, where he went almost thirteen years, like thirteen or eighteen years, whatever it was, um, in Genesis uh, sixteen or seventeen, where it says then. And then the, the word of the Lord came to him. It was like 17, 18 years. Was the, he went living off of one word. Sometimes that's so hard when the mind. So how does that relate then? All right, let's talk about shooting. Let's talk about living. How easy, how quickly you can get off target. Oh, yeah. When you shoot one round and it's like, it's out there. And then the mind starts messing with you. I remember you and I went shooting just a few months ago, whatever it was. You know, some friends laying that you had. Man, all these guys are out there. And I didn't expect them. And I get nervous when I go shooting. I do. I get so nervous. And because you guys have some way way more experience than I do. I just, I just have the uniform. You know what I mean? Kind of, you know what I mean? So I walk mm-hmm. out there and there's all these guys and they look so experienced. Remember, there was just one guy, he was just talking all kinds of stuff and couldn't hit target. Yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna say that, but yes. He was talking all this smack and then he gets up and he was the only one that couldn't hit target, but whatever. You know, we were, I got so nervous. How, how far out were you guys? Uh, uh, we were running some with some uh drills with the with the handgun. Just shooting steel, you know, having fun. Oh, yeah. And I don't know, maybe, you know, we started at seven yards, 14, 21, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there, anyway, yeah. So, but I, what I remember he had about some cool gear, though. 
It's a it's a cool gear. But I, I don't know if you remember this or if you caught on to that. But I wanted you by my side. I don't, I don't know if you mm-hmm. caught on to that. I kept saying, Michael, you walk down there with me. Why can't you be here? Because I was so nervous. And I was like, all right, walk me through this. And my point in all that for me was if I would have walked out there alone, how bad my mind would have messed with me. Like, Oh, sure. Who do you think you are to own a gun? Who do you think you are that you can shoot? Why yeah. are you even out here? Everybody else is so better qualified than you. But like when you, just a friend, was there with me, it's like, all right, here's what you're going to do. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Like, here's what you're going to do. And I was shooting somebody else's gun in some cases, like, all right, here's what you're going to do. That meant a lot, mm-hmm. right? So talk to us even more, like how, what have you learned from scripture and from shooting and your own story? Sure. In the process of what do you, I don't call it sanctification, mm-hmm. um, the story of a centurion, whatever. How, how, what have you learned to help men stay on target? I think that's a big battle for us. Yeah. That, well, that was my failure this year, quite mm-hmm. honestly. Um, was that, uh, you know, I, one of my, my best buddies moved up to North, you know, up North. Mm. Um, and, uh, and I, I literally, uh, right here locally, um, some of the, the other friends that I've had, they, they moved away. Uh, wow. A couple went back to, you know, to Italy, uh, mm. that I've been close with. Um, so I really didn't have anybody to talk to. And then the Lord gives me one verse, um, you know, so, wow. so, uh, it was all, all very God, very intentional stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, um, it sort of restructuring, uh, everything. Well, it wasn't sort of, it was absolutely what happened. Um, restructuring my life, mm. um, and, and finding accountability, you know, um, in that, in that quiet time when you, you know, I only have one verse and you're waiting, a thousand things happen, just like you're yes. talking about. If you got to walk up there by yourself, you got all these thoughts going through your head. I got yeah. seven guys back there looking at me. What if I miss? <laughs> if I do miss, am I going to look like a fool? You know, yeah. um, I don't really know this this gun, you yeah. know. Um, uh-huh. So it's nice to have somebody next to you. Um, yeah. You know, all, all of my, my past came up, you know, which yes. is funny because I thought, okay, Lord, I don't have to think about you know, anything, some of the things that used to come up, this is going to be a year of cleansing. Well, wow. it's just a year of thinking of all the stuff I've done, wow. you know, to offend him, even prior to becoming, you know, a, a believer in Jesus Christ, prior to wow. becoming saved, it was things that I had, I had done in the past and just, just, you know, hey, Lord, I'm, you know, the John, first John says, if, if we say that we have no sin, then the truth's not in us. So I'm like, right. I, I guess I forgot about that one. Let me confess that one. Right. You know, wow. and then also the negative stuff where Satan's like, man, you know, what about that drinking? And what about, you know, fighting? And what about the porn? And what about, you know, the drugs? Yeah. And what about, you know, all of this stuff? And then when you're not hearing from the Lord, then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, oh. what about him, man? Maybe, you know, <laughs> if I, if I can just, you know, slip out and, you know, grab a beer and make the pain go away, you know, um, maybe, wow. maybe that'd be good. So I can't say it was a, mm. it was a great year and I was super successful, but in the end, now mm. that he's talking to me again, what I can say is that, um, his grace and mercy and love are, are tremendous. You wow. know, there were times when I was literally sitting there thinking, yeah, maybe, maybe if I just go look at something on the internet or, or something right. and all of a sudden a praise song comes into my head Oh, nice. I'm like, Oh yeah. Offer the sacrifice of praise. Right. Wow. Sacrifice what, what your flesh is telling you to do and just do the right thing. The next right thing. It might just be for that moment. Maybe it's that hour, maybe yeah. it's a month, but just do the next right thing. Mm-hmm. And then like you said, having somebody to walk down, yeah. you know, with you yeah. because you're in a, you know, you're in foreign territory. Right. And and integrity is not is not being perfect. 
Integrity is just integrity is you know integrity is not shooting shooting bullseyes like we talked about hitting That's hitting two hundred and fifty. Integrity is just making sure you qualify. You know, some days wow. it's like I don't even remember what was marksman Rodney was it like one hundred and ninety or a hundred. Yeah, close to yeah, that. It, it was, was like something like right bottom of the barrel. Yeah, you. Yeah. You've you got to be really yeah. bad not to qualify. <laughs> yeah. So the fourth one, well, actually, the fourth one's not a qualification, but it's called UNQ, U-N-Q. And, uh, and that's what they used to write on your scorecard. You know, you'd hate to go back, UNQ, you know, UNQ. Unqualified. Yeah. yeah. If you're wow. in boot camp, yeah. they'll, they'll, you'll get put back oh, yeah. in another rotation. Yeah, that's, wow. that's another week of boot camp with a different company, different group of friends, di- you know, different, <clears throat> different everything. Yeah. Same PMI instructor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, it, I love what you said, if yeah. I don't mind interrupting just sure. a, a little sentence there. I love what you just said about that. So you and I were talking earlier, uh, of course, weeks ago, like, well, do you have your thoughts, you know, ahead? then you sent me some of the notes, and then even uh, as we got ready to record, mm-hmm. and you tied the shooting process to sanctification, and oh, you yeah. started to go there, and you said this. You said, some days you just need to qualify. Honestly, I believe most men are going for expert. Wow. Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. When I go out there, okay, just to shoot, sure. I'm going for expert. Sure. When I'm preaching, even though it's in the the thought to be an expert when I'm preaching is fleshly. When I'm preaching, when I'm trying to be a pastor, I'm trying to do it, I'm trying to do it right. Well, there are, well, every day I don't mm-hmm. do it right. But mm-hmm. so for you, you made such a great point. If talk to me about if you can remember that, like how do you tie in this process of staying on target, how to maintain yourself in, in difficult times? To the process of sanctification. You made such a great point when you mentioned that. Like, this is a process. Oh, right. You remember that? Yeah, when we were talking talking about the, the um, different types of qualification. Yeah. You know, sanctification, um, I, I, I feel like it's not, it's not taught enough. I know, agree. Um, that when you first get saved, like... My my salvation might have been a little bit different than everybody's, but I was I was literally a feral human being. <laughs> if there was such a thing, everybody knows about feral cats and feral dogs. And, you were wow. I, I was yeah. There was no. That's how I know when I first got saved. That's how I knew Christ was wow. talking to me because I, I, I like I just did what I wanted to do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I I was able to say no to things. Right? Like wow. no, I don't want to go out to that. Bar. No, I don't want to yeah. go get drunk. No, I'm not going to fight. No, you know, I'm not going to do yeah. all these things. Um, and so I was able to say no to things because in the past it had just been like, "Woo, let's go." Yeah, you know, and, right. and get it on. So, uh, um, so right away it was, you know, it was cussing, drinking, fighting, um, and then you know some other things later. Um, you know, finances. I think I told right. you that my finances were a mess, and the first thing the Lord told me was, "Why? Well, I want you to give ten percent." And yeah. uh, and this isn't a thing about tithing. I'm just just my own personal experience, right. you know. And so I started to give. I'm like, I don't even have money to give ten percent. Like, you know, my wife just left me. <laughs> I'm, yeah. You know, I mean, there were some things there, and I was in debt, and you know, I'm a single uh, a father now. You know, I, uh, you know, single it was dad, it yeah. was just a mess. And so I started. You know, I started. <laughs> delivering pizzas and making pies, wow. and, you know, to, to make the ends meet and, and giving 10%. And, all, and I don't know what it is about trusting the Lord. You know, you're at, at one point you're just like, all right, I'm, yeah. I'll give it to you. And then wow. I'm not going to say, I will say miracles happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, just yeah. stuff just showed up. Yeah. You know, I would need, 
Yeah. My my oldest son one time was needed a computer, and we we prayed about it one night. True story. We prayed about it one night, and the next day, uh, for those of you that remember the Tandy one thousands. Oh my gosh! Uh, wow. Yeah. We, uh, all we needed was for him to learn how to type and, and to print something off. The next day, I'm living in a trailer, a 14 by 70 trailer, and we come home from, I picked him up from school. I was permanent personnel at Paris Island at this time. And there's there's the Tandy 1000 sitting right on a... What? Right, and I never even said anything to anybody. Wow. I didn't say, hey, pray for us. I didn't say anything. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and he needed some clothes, and there's a bag of clothes there too. Wow. Like, it was just... Me and That's this, insane. me and this little boy praying. Yeah, and then that, like the next day. Yeah. Um. So yeah. just, just things like that happen. You know? Yeah. Um. And you, and I like people who sincerely, um. You know, when you hear that call from the Lord, with all the things that are going on in this world right now, you know, I, I think that's the point. Like right. prior to this, and and I don't. Sometimes I think I haven't wrapped my head around this all yet, but you know, I told you that. Prior to becoming saved, it was all negative thoughts. So that's how I knew God was talking to me. And now I think, I think the Lord's trying to tell me, look, look at the world you live in now. Yeah. I mean, we got, we got, you know, people are openly advocating, you know, abortion. Oh at, yeah. At, at nine months. Yeah. Uh, you know, and not, and, and you know, I know some of you are probably listening to this podcast even, thinking, even oh, after birth. Here, here yeah. we go down the abortion road. But if you think about it. A man's number one job is, is, and I, I don't know, so there was a quote, somebody quoted it, and they said, you can always tell, I think maybe it was Cicero, he was a Roman, a Roman uh, philosopher, but he said, you can always tell the, the, the destiny of a society by the way it treats its children. Yeah, absolutely. So if you start there, you know, and you're, you're sincere about being American, you know, you got that going on, and then you got every kind of evil under the sun right yeah. now. You know, yeah. that, that people are, are just saying, oh, and uh, it's it's okay, it's this problem, it's that right. problem, it's this problem, you know, it's because of this, it's because of that. And it's not because of that, it's because right. of absence of, of, of truth, right? Wow. And one of the things that I'm, I'm mindful of, I think you, you and I have talked about, I know Rodney, you and I have talked about it quite a bit, is the, you know, the Bible says, and I think this one verse from Christ just speaks to me the most. He said... In the last days, what? What did, one of the things he said? You're going to see earthquakes. You're going to see famines. You're going to see pestilences, right? But but he said, many will be what? Killed? Persecuted? Right. No, offended. Right. Right. Offended. That. that mm-hmm. And how many people are? How how in this society right Everybody. now? Everybody. Yeah, that's the that's the woke culture, right? everybody's offended. And why is everybody offended? Because each man has his own truth. Right. Which means you're ignoring the way, the truth, and the life, who's Jesus Christ. Right. You know? So. I'm actually offended by that comment, Mike. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, what I I love about what you're saying is, all right, so so men, men get off target really easy. Yeah. They do. Sure. Okay. And so I'm going to tell you what I've been dealing with the last two years. Uh, typically in marriage counseling, I've dealt with men having affairs. Oh, sure. And the wife leaving. I'm dealing now more with women having affairs and the men leaving. Oh, sure. That mm-hmm. has been because we're seeing biblical men. Like men are, are get lost so easy. And if they're not the ones having the affairs, well, they're not, to, to, to go back to what you mentioned there, 
a man, manhood has three biblical calls. We went over this in a previous episode. They are to call to procreate, they are called to protect, and they are called to provide. Mm-hmm. That is, if you could summarize biblical manhood in three words. That's um, funny. Yeah, that is it right there. Yeah, what what are you going to say? Well, I always tell my boys, I said, you, you, you know, you got to treat your girl, the three Ps, princess, provider, and protector. There. I didn't hear that podcast, but. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're already seeing that that men men get off target. Sanctification is a process. So right. what happens in a guy's head is if they don't have a good day that where they feel like they were an expert, they don't go. They don't go. All right. Well, I was a, I was a sharpshooter. They don't go. Oh, all right. I at least qualify. No, they give up. Mm-hmm. Utter failure. Utter failure. Yeah. They, they surrender everything about being biblical. They they surrender everything about manhood if they're not hitting the expert level. And I'm the wow. same way. Like I can so easily quit. Whereas Raina, you know, I say this often, Raina... It's a brand new day. It, it's a, yeah, you, yeah, you're wearing the shirt. I mean, literally, it's a brand new day. I mean, and she says that and she goes, today I was, she doesn't say these words, but she's like, I was a marksman in the area of like children and family and counseling and planning. She, she's saying those words, but she's like, you know what? I'll get up and God's grace will be new tomorrow. Me, I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm throwing, I'm selling my rifle, you know, that kind of a thing. You know, men give up really quickly. All right, but one of the things I love about what you're talking here, and you've said this, like when the devil comes in and he says you you're you're you'll be forgotten, mm-hmm. when the devil says you suck, yeah. when the devil says you can't be used, um, this story will always hold you back. Um, no, God doesn't say that. No, you're trying to memorize Romans chapter six. Am I correct? You're are you trying to memorize? Yeah, I'm almost done. What in the mess? Yeah. Of all the books you chose to start memorizing, it was the book of Romans. Dang. No, just Romans chapter I know, easy but... now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's one chapter, brother. <laughs> but I mean, in the book of Romans, still a chapter within one of the hardest theological books to understand. Yeah. Good for you, right? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it has for me. If you read through Romans chapter six, it has the most about about knowing. Yes. Right. I can't. Uh, I have it written down somewhere, but. Um, yeah, it talks about knowing, consider knowing. Yeah, um, it's a theme. Uh, uh, yeah, reckon yourself. You know, I mean, it's yeah. like the Apostle Paul is like, know these things. Yes. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yes. And, and don't forget them. And, and knowing means committing them to heart and memory, not just yeah, knowing try, about them. Not trying, right? I, yes. Well, I heard you guys start out with trying, and, you know, for everybody listening, that was, none of this is, re- <laughs> is rehearsed. Right. But uh, my drill instructor used to make us pay for three words. Uh, trying was for, for quitters. Mm. Um, you couldn't say can't. And uh, what was it? Trying, can't, and quit. Yeah, wow. it's the C and the Q word. Wow. Uh, you can say try and can't and quit. And if you did, you're going to pay for it. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. But no, that you're 100% right. Yeah, but I love yeah. it because what you say, what you say is, in in Romans six is sin shall not have dominion over you. Right. Mm-hmm. And men think that I'm if I shot marksmanship today, if right. you will. I, I, yeah, I got the pizza box at least that. But no, I got at least one round on the target. Sure. They don't see it that way. They don't see I got one round on the target. They let all of everything that was going in their head come back and just take them down a path they don't need to go. Yeah, and and that's see, and we talked about that before too about shame and guilt and there all these go. things that the devil. You know, when you mess up, he's like, at first, like I was telling you about my experience with, you know, maybe, maybe if I just have a beer, maybe if I go online and click on this, you know, at least yeah. I can escape it for a little bit. But what am I escaping? You, know, you When you get rid of what what shame and fear, you know, Jesus said, he who is in fear, right, he he doesn't have perfect love, right? right? That's Buffelli revised version. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> BRF. Yeah. BRV, rather. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's the point. What do you know? 
when you when you appear before the risen Savior and he peers through you, you know, it, it's like through a clear glass. You don't hide right. anything from him, right? Right. I mean, God says he, he sees everything. He knows everything, right? right? He's right. not he's not a man that he should hear with ears. He's not, you know, Ooh. Um, uh, he, or, or, or uh, you know, speak with, with a, a man's mouth. Right. I mean, he, he is, he, he knows everything. So the right. point is, is well, something I'm doing in secret and I bring it, I mean, you're not fooling Christ in any way. Right. But when you realize that he's a God of love, and, right. and you're perfected in love, which is your initial sanctification, right? You're right. sealed with the Holy Spirit. Right. Then you come before him and you have the courage to confront some of these things. Yes. You know, the one the one I was telling you about in in, uh, in Romans uh, about sin shall not have— Come on. Listen, shall not. Right. right. Shall not. So what what is what is it about shall not that you can't believe? Is it is it fear? Mm. Is it anger? Mm. Is it repeated failure? Mm. You know, or or like with the beer, what is it? Is it or or drinking or whatever it is? I mean, I've got friends that you know they're addicts. I got friends that have yeah. you know speaking of, speaking of wives leaving husbands. I mean, right. porn in the church. There's yeah. no difference between, uh, and I get this from uh, so we don't get in trouble or anything. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, a series called the Conqueror series. Okay. Um, I forget who wrote it. He's a, he's also a Marine. Okay. Um, but uh, and he's a psych- psychologist or psychiatrist or something. But but they have statistics now that show that there's no difference between porn usage in the church than there is with society. Absolutely. Wow. And that seventy um, percent of men in the church are addicted, mm-hmm. and thirty eight percent of women are addicted and regular use, if not addicted, then regularly. We're users. seeing a rise in women. Absolutely. Yeah. So so correspondingly. I mean, you're surprised that this fantasy world, or like, remember the yes. sermon series we did, the alternate reality? Yeah. You know, when we talk about all these things, it doesn't matter whether it's porn, it doesn't matter it's homosexuality, it doesn't matter whether it's it's drugs, you know, right. I mean, we're all struggling with some something, but you're connecting yourself yeah. not to the Holy One of Israel, you are connecting yourself to whatever that thing is. Romans right. talks about that as well, right? right. Do you yeah. not know? That who know? you present yourselves to be slaves, you are the slaves, the one you obey, whether of sin leading to death or obedience leading to righteousness. You can't say it any better than right? the word. That's perfect. So so how many times do you present yourself, and, and, and for anybody listening, I'm not perfect, right? right. I'm not shooting 250. Right. I, I, I fail sometimes every day, right? This past year has been a marksman. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to get on the cheesecloth. Wow. You know? Um, she's close to the backer that they put the target on. Right. Anyway. That um, was for you, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so thank God for his, his love and his forgiveness, but, right. but mostly to have courage to have, you know, a brother that, that will come alongside of you and say, yeah. you know, like I, I've called, I called you last week and I'm like, you know, man, you know, jack me up, you know, put a, put a knot in my tail. Tell me I'm being a sissy. And you're right. like. No way. You do this good, you do this good, you do this good, you know, just stay the course, stay the path. Yeah. You know, somebody that's a, that can come alongside and, and bear your burdens and not say, oh my gosh, that's what you're messing with? Yeah. You know? Exactly. That's, <laughs> yeah. By the way, that, that's not the accountability part where you want. No. <laughs> <laughs> you really stink at shooting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> wow, that sucked. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. But you know, you give you give some good advice, at least in you and I are talking. Like, so sanctification is God doing his work, but we have our part. Like, oh yeah. We have to show right. up. We right. have to do the work. And that's the stronghold part, right? I mean Come on. some sometimes you know, sometimes you can't you can't you can't get across there, but but like I was telling, you know, I had mentioned before, you get you got you know, some of the strongholds, you can't lay around and be a victim. No. You, know, you 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 can't say can't, you can't quit, you can't say I'm going to try, right? You got to dig in, and sometimes it's painful. You know, right. sometimes you don't feel like it. Sometimes you're, you're, that negative loop in your head doesn't want to allow you mm. to, to do the next right thing for Christ, right. but you got to do it, right? Right. Got to do the work. Yeah. If you know... What's, what's scripture say? To him who knows to do right and doesn't do it, it's a sin. Yeah, right. look at Romans. Right? So yeah. if you just start there with the simple principles, like we've been talking about, just the simple principles, right? You have We have so much negative stuff in our society right now. You're right. watching stuff on TV. You're hearing things on oh, the radio. You're watching it on billboards. You think you think all that garbage isn't affecting you in some way? Right. And then we do 15 minutes of Bible study in the morning? Yeah. And then, ah, I'm ready to attack today. Come on. That's a great ah, point, man. Come on. Let that you know, sink in. And and then and then most guys go to church, meet their buddies, shake hands, hang out, talk for half an hour, forty five minutes, and then go back out into a godless world for what the next six days? Exactly. You know, with exactly. fifteen minutes of Bible study, so that adds up to what fifteen times six. You're looking at uh, what two hours and two and a half hours out of a whole week. Yeah, yeah, not a lot. And, and and you're you know you're being you're being bombarded constantly by negative stimuli all day long. That yeah. now, you know. Say what you want to say. I, I mean, is God's protective hand on America anymore? Wow, that's a good question. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, certainly we're, we're experiencing divide and judgment at yeah. the very least. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say that. Yeah. But, you know, then again, he's faithful like Abraham. Yes. You know, when Abraham reasoned with God, you're going to destroy it for 100, 50, yeah. 25, yeah. 10, 5, 1. God said no. No, we're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. So there, I, I mean, always hope. Always hope. I, I actually have a question. Yeah. So, you know, one of the interesting you, things you were talking about, silence, and ironically, you're talking about Romans 6, and what is it? In, was it 19, he talks about, Paul talks about, I'm not, I'm not, I have to talk in human terms yeah. because of the weakness of, of flesh, your, of right? Flesh, right. And so one of the things that I keep running into in discussions, in particularly even with Frontside Bible Study, is one of the biggest problems is distraction, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's not just dealing with, you know, the the your sinful um inclinations. Right. It's constant distraction. Absolutely. So so talk about like cuz you're coming off a year here of having to stay focused in silence, which is very difficult. Yeah. How do you how do you keep from being distracted while you're in the middle of that? Mm. Yeah. I I'm because it's their nature, right, to go and say, like, I'm just going to fill this with other stuff, right. and I'm going to go, like, if you're not talking God, I'm going to go ahead and just put the button down, and you tell me when to yeah. stop. My my sister sent me a book. Um, it's for females, but I find it fantastic. It's called Verse Mapping. Have you ever have you ever? I, I do know that. that? Uh huh. So this year was the only <laughs> I had one one verse in the to map to map the whole year, and I put it on a note card, and I have it on my cell phone, and. Apple Notes or whatever yeah. that is, so that when you know stuff would come into my head, Rodney, then I'd I'd be like, oh man, I got to go back to this. Yeah, you know, and 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 um, I'm not going to say it was boring. I mean, that one verse was 30 verses to me last year. Wow. You know, every time I would come back to it, I would feel the Lord's presence. You mm -hmm. know, not 
not feel it, but it would it would recenter me. Like okay, you know, like yeah. like like the centurion, right? Right. In Matthew eight eight, right? Right. Yeah. Just just say the word, and, and and I know he'll be healed. I'm a man like you, Lord. You know, I say go, people go. I say come, people come. Right. I mean, that guy recognized power, and yeah. and 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 he was a Roman centurion, right? And he was the occupier of Israel, right? Speaking to a Jew, yeah. And Jesus said, you know, what did Jesus say to him? You suck. Uh, no, you're no. an occupier of my land, like maybe, you know, Simon the Zealot or, you know, the Zealot uh, at yeah. the time. No, he said, wherever, th- this story's getting written down, it's going to be told. Yes, wherever you it's know? told, people will hear about yeah. your faith. Mm-hmm. Th- that was the most cursed person. Yeah. And a centurion had a thousand soldiers over him. That's why he was called a centurion. Wow. Yeah. You know? So so he recognized, he recognized Christ's power. And, and that man's, because that man believed in Jesus Christ, his servant was healed. Right. Yeah, and to, Jesus, I'm going to talk to you, talk about you forever now. To your point, you know, just to give some men some practical tips here. You you got to get up. You got to do the work. You do have a part in sanctification. You have yeah. to discipline yourself. Sure. To get over, like to be a, a good shooter, to to stay in the faith. You have to discipline yourself. I don't have as much experience as you guys do in the Marine Corps, but remember strapping in. They told you like get that thing so tight around your arm that the blood quits flowing. And we saw a lot of guys cheat on that. So when they you know went up to Qual Day and they tightened up. They Cause couldn't it hurt because it, it hurt a little bit. Because it, it hurt a little bit. They didn't <laughs> shoot. Well, you're gonna. Have, some things are gonna yeah. hurt. It's gonna hurt to spend more time with Christ. It's gonna hurt to deal with some things. It's gonna hurt to change habits that we blame on the devil. Sure. Maybe it's just your continual habits. You you got to stay on target. What's the target? Christ did it all for us. Mm. You and I just need to aim at Him. Yep. Right. Just that's that's the whole idea. But you've also um, just trying to. Uh, you know, recall a lot of stuff here, but you also said the other day to, to you and I that you've really been leaning on Second Chronicles twenty. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that was the that was the first verse out of my silence. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was recently injured um, due to no fault of my own. Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, the minute I in, in a, so it's keeping me out of work, uh, yeah. and um, so. With the verse verse mapping thing, I've I've done it un, unknowingly since I become a Christian. Yeah. I have them all in a book, and I know when, and I can usually when I get discouraged, I can look back, okay, which helps me to look forward, right? right? To have hope because he's never, you know, he's never left me. He's never will never leave you. He'll never forsake you, you know. Which is another good right. point about about the negative loops that we get in, you yeah, know, especially yeah. as a Christian, because yeah. the devil's like, man, and you're a Christian and you did this, you know, right. that kind of thing. So the point is. The first one was, uh, or the the most recent one was uh, uh, Second Chronicles. I had it written down, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I made a, another major change in my life, and it was about um, you know he gave me a verse of about coming out of Egypt, mm-hmm. not and, and the point was is you know I'm not going to be building, I'm not going to be building uh, uh, pyramids uh, for pyramids, Egypt. Yeah. yeah, for you know for for others, but. You know, whatever I was going to do next was going to be for temple temples for you know for His glory. Mm. And uh, the day I had this injury, I was I was pretty dejected, and the Lord told me, "No, it's going to be for My glory." And gave me Second Chronicles uh, twenty fifteen to seventeen. Yes, you got it there. Yeah, I do got it right there. Yeah, um, and it says, uh, "Sorry, I'm trying to reference here." He said, listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord, do not be afraid, do not be dismayed at this great horde, mm. for tomorrow you're going to go down, and they are going to come up through the ascent of Ziz, and you'll find them at the end of the valley, the wilderness of Jeruel. You'll not need to fight in this battle. 
I just want you to stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, but, or, and the Lord will be with you. Yeah. So earlier in that chapter, he said, he said, Jehoshaphat said, look, we came out of Egypt. You wouldn't let us attack these people. Right. Right. Which is what happened to me at the last life change. I was like, right. and this was just a year ago. Mm. And, uh, and I'm like, Lord, you know, I'm just kind of, I made a change, but I'm sort of still right. in the same position. Right. And, uh, and this time he said, you know, this battle's mine. Right. And all I, I mean, for the past six weeks, I've been able to do nothing, hobble around, wow. <laughs> bed rest, lay on, you know, crutches, um, that you kind did of score thing. me some bacon. I appreciate that. Yeah, I did score you some bacon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that's only after I get my walking cast. Oh, nice. Right. Just just in case the uh, insurance people are listening and the investigators are watching. Oh, how funny. Yeah. No, you're still hobbling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How funny. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was the first verse. And so I literally have not been able to do anything. Right. You know, and uh, and I've watched the Lord. I, I sh- showed you, uh, you know, we're... I'm, uh, you know, getting, giving my month lease from, uh, yeah. from the insurance company. Um, and, uh, you know, and the Lord's just been just moving me on to the next thing. He's moving. speaking and he's answering yep. prayers. Answering prayers, yeah. like just out of nowhere. Kind of like, yeah. kind of like uh, he did with my son and I, you know, the wow. Tandy 1000, some clothes show up in the door. Yeah. Well, only that. he and I know about it. So yeah, yeah pretty powerful. Well, we probably have, you know, not to wrap it up too soon, but if we, if you had like 30 seconds to 45 seconds or maybe a minute to sit down in front of a guy that his head was jacked up and he was just saying, he, you know, he just heard the devil saying, you stink, yeah. the story's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. What would you say to him? What would I say? Man, I, I don't know other than just Jesus, Jesus, yeah. Jesus, Jesus, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, you can recite scripture verses to people, but there is power in the name of Jesus. Right. You know? There's like no no one else. Yeah. Um, you know, God's word is real. Uh, Christ is is the beginning and the end, the Alpha and Omega. Yeah. Um, you know, there's not a in in my opinion again every every answer I've ever needed in my life has come from that Bible. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So in one way one way or another. So here's a guy that's yep. a head like yours, a heart like yours, hands like yours, that wakes up every day, faces the same world as we do. Yep. Mike, that's, I'm talking about you. Like, you, you, guys, listen, uh, you can get your head back on target. When when difficulties come around you, just maybe, maybe, maybe this needs to be your verse. Maybe you've been asking God for a verse, and maybe it's 2 Chronicles 20. For 15 through 17, the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. But what he said there, I love it. Stand firm, hold your position. Like, this is yours. Like, even though the battle's the Lord's, your part, stand firm, hold your position, see the salvation of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That is your part. Stay positioned, just keep putting rounds down uh, range. And if you get one on paper, it's a good day. Good day. If God, if you get 190, it's a good day. If you get 200, it's a good day. Right? That's it. I've enjoyed this. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Yeah, absolutely. Rodney, any last words or anything? No, it's just good to sit back and listen. Isn't it? Good to sit back and listen. Jacob, anything to add to it? No, that was good. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for having me. We appreciate it. Guys, we love you. We're praying for you. Hang in there. I'm just going to quote the scripture one more time. Here's what we pray over you today. Stand firm. Hold your position. See the salvation of the Lord. Somebody needs to hear that. And we pray you get your eyes on that today. Guys, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Have a blessed day.